Welcome to the Simply Resilient Podcast bonus episode, Good News, Bad News. My name is Jesse Ellertson, and I am a certified life coach and a military wife who is in the trenches of life with each of you. This podcast is for military wives who know how to handle the challenges of deployments and frequent trainings, but want to improve the experience that they are having in the process. If you are ready to thrive while your husband is away, then you are in the right place. I have just a quick episode for you guys today. That's why I'm calling it a bonus episode. I actually had something different planned for this week, but I've decided to bump it to next week and record this one instead because I've just had this one on my mind and I wanted to share it with you guys. So I call this concept like good news, bad news. And I love finding ways to easily tell which half of my brain is operating, the higher brain or the lower brain. So I have uh, this new little filter I run it through sometimes and it's called like, is what I'm hearing sounding like good news or is what I'm hearing sounding like bad news? That's how I know who is currently the one at the wheel. So I'll give you a couple of examples of this and then tell you about an experience that I had recently. An example of this might be if you see an article or watch a commercial that is talking about ways to eat healthy and be more active and lose weight, right? Just some a pretty typical, you know, it might be an article that says like, click here to read about seven ways to get sleeping better so you can lose weight or something, right? Like they've got those catching titles that make people want to read the article because we want to sleep better and we want to lose weight. And then you go to read the article. And sometimes when you read that article, it sounds like good news, meaning it's giving you new things to try to sleep better. It's giving you tips for losing weight. It's helping you understand why you're struggling. It's giving you new ideas and new ways to think about uh, this problem that you're having, right? Of Maybe not sleeping well and being overweight. And so as you read it, it all feels like good news, like hope, like ideas, like anything is possible. And that is when you're hearing or reading or consuming that information with your higher brain. But in that same scenario, all that you're reading and hearing and consuming could feel like really bad news, like just reminders of all of your weaknesses and the way that you've tried so many times to lose weight and it's not working and the way that you're not good at prioritizing sleep. So you get bad sleep. So you're always tired and how it's all your fault and how that's bad news. You read the same article, but that time your lower brain was the one consuming it. When we receive information that could be helpful to us, sometimes we hear it as good news. Sometimes we hear it as bad news. And it's just an interesting thing to start observing in ourselves and can be really valuable to know like both ways are okay. I just like to call it what it is. Another example might be when you were young and your parents were teaching you something, right? They were teaching you an important life concept, Or you might see your kids do this to you, right? You're teaching your child an important rule of life, a lesson they can learn for themselves so that they can function and and be awesome and, and take all that information, apply it and move forward with it and it will improve their life. And sometimes when you were a kid, it made a lot of sense and you listened to your parents and you thought, oh, that would really be helpful. And then you applied it in your life and that's when your higher brain is consuming that information. But sometimes when you were listening to your parents, you would think they have no idea what they're talking about. They don't know what it feels like to be me. That all sounds really terrible. They just think I'm a bad person. They don't trust me. They don't, you know, all of that kind of dialogue going on in your head as you consume that information that they're offering you. And then the same thing, you know, as parents now, you might watch your kids and sometimes they really hear what you're saying. And sometimes you can tell that it is just 
going in one ear and out the other or over the top of their head and they they're not realizing that you're offering that information for their benefit for their greater good right another example i find a lot in life coaching anything with self-help or these mind management concepts you know podcasts things like that that when we seek them out it's because we're wanting to improve our lives we're wanting to make changes we're wanting to have new ways to think about problems that we're having sometimes the lecture that we attend or the TED talk we listen to or the self-help book we read, we get fired up and so excited and so inspired and motivated to change. And we use all that they taught us to forge new paths and make changes and improve our lives. And sometimes when we listen and get the counsel and hear the, you know, the advice, it feels like terrible news. It feels like it's going to put us lower. It's going to it's all our fault. We've done everything wrong. It's reminders of what we do wrong. It's reminders of how weak we are. It makes us feel hopeless instead of hopeful. And it's all the same information. Just depending on which part of our brain we're using to consume it is the filter it runs through. Basically the thoughts that we're thinking. We always talk about how our thoughts are what create our feelings. So if we're thinking like, here we go again, or This is just reminding me of more areas in my life where I'm coming up short, right? We have those thoughts that filter all of that information we're consuming and then we don't get much out of it. And in fact, we often feel more discouraged at the end of it. But if we have thoughts like anything's possible or I've never thought of it that way, I can't wait to try this or I know this is an area I can improve on or work on, right? Then we filter that information through those thoughts and have a very different result at the end of that model. It's really interesting when I'm working with my clients that a lot of our sessions will go very well and be very productive and the client will be really excited about what we're talking about, even though in most of our sessions, I'm helping them own up to the parts of their life they're creating and how they could make it differently, which often sounds like very nice versions of like, in what way is this your fault? In what way could you make changes to improve this in your life? In what way is this part in your control when you thought it wasn't? So the goal of my work with my clients as a life coach is to help my clients feel more in control of their lives. And the way that I do that is helping them stop trying to control the uncontrollable and just focus on controlling what is in their control because we get all caught up in focusing on what's out of our control. And then we also let go of what's in our control. And then we just kind of live this out of control life, which can feel terrible. So I'm helping them see areas of their life where they've created some hard things for themselves. And then I help them own that, take all the responsibility. And then I help them see what they would want to do to make those changes. So they don't do that anymore. Don't create that extra pain or extra suffering for themselves and instead create really intentionally thoughts, feelings, actions, and results that they want in their lives. So I'm not saying uh, very easy things to hear a lot of the time, but so often my client is hearing what I'm saying and processing our session through their higher brain and it all feels like good news, like hope and plan and change and opportunity and they walk away inspired and motivated, like I said. But there are sessions where I can tell that the client is in their lower brain because everything I'm saying to them sounds like really bad news. I have one client in particular that she and I have uh, discussed this and, and come up with these terms together. And I'll say to her about halfway through the session, I'll say, it sort of seems like today's a bad news day. 
<laughs> and she says, oh, I think it is, you know, because I sort of point out, I, I gently and lovingly point out everything I'm saying to you right now. It appears that you're hearing it as bad news when normally our sessions feel like good news to you. So that's really helped her and myself realize like, it's okay. If that's all our session is, that's okay. It can just be a bad news day. That's fine. We can still have a session. You can also turn it around, switch brains and go into your higher brain so that the session feels like good news to you. Because when it's good news, there's so much more we can do with it. Okay. So one more example and a story. I, another area where this good news, bad news can apply is with like religion and church. So I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and we typically attend church every Sunday. Right now with COVID, it's been different. Uh, Sometimes we attend online. Sometimes we attend in person. Uh, It's definitely smaller numbers right now. And, you know, you, most of you, especially if you are church going, have experienced kind of all of those changes. But anyway, uh, a few weeks ago, I went to church and for whatever reason, it was a bad news day at church. So often when I go to church, the, some of the messages are encouraging and uplifting and hopeful. And some of the messages are a little bit more of a kind of a call to repentance and a reminder of goals and commandments and commitments. And some of the messages are reminders from God saying, don't forget, here's the person you're trying to be here are really important things to be doing in your life. And I want to remind you of, of these things that I've asked you to do. And when I go to church and I'm in my higher brain, all of that feels like good news. It's reminders, it's motivators, it's inspiration. Even if I'm not on track with some of those things, if I'm in my higher brain, I hear those reminders as like, oh yeah, that's what I want to be doing. Like I'm going to get back on track. Okay. But when I'm in my lower brain and I hear those reminders, I think I'm a terrible person. I'm lazy. I'm weak. God's disappointed in me. What's the point of trying? This is just reminding me all the ways I'm coming up short. Uh, I'm so weak. I'm so human. I'm so flawed. You know, like it's so interesting. So when I went to church a few weeks ago, uh, I don't quite remember, but I just was having a kind of a low day. I don't remember exactly all that was involved. And a lovely friend of mine got up to speak and gave just a wonderful message of love and encouragement. And I heard it all as bad news, just like the example I just gave. It just all felt like I couldn't do anything right. So why even try? That's what those reminders felt like to me. And I got home and I was so discouraged because I love to be uplifted by church. I love to be recommitted and re-inspired and re-motivated by attending church. I'm re-motivated in my daily and weekly efforts by attending church and remembering, feeling the spirit and feeling God's presence in my life and his love for me. It can feel stronger when I'm in places like church. And then that boost and that upliftment on Sunday, I use it all throughout my week to help me stick to the goals that I have and the plans that I have and the efforts that I'm making in regards to my spirituality and my personal uh, upliftment and, and, and spiritual growth. And so when I got home from church and I was lower than I was when I left for church that day, I was so discouraged because when I was low that morning, I thought, oh, I'll go to church and that will lift me up. And so I started to think about the message that was shared and my thoughts that I had about the message that was shared. And I realized I just made all of that that she said and everything that was in this message is just in the C line of my model. It's all the circumstance, everything in that, in that talk that was shared. And I thought I just took everything she said and I made it mean 
really negative and painful things about me and who I am as a person. And, th- and it felt like bad news. And I thought, it's because I was in my lower brain. My lower brain makes what other people do and say mean something painful about me. Instead of, alternately, knowing that what other people say and do means nothing about me. And or taking what other people say when they're offering it in this way of, you know, use this information to improve your life. Instead of making it mean amazing things about the future I'm creating. And the person I'm working on becoming. It's all totally available to you. And it feels so good when we receive messages in that way. So in this low moment, I actually didn't do anything to turn it around. I just let it be a bad news day. But I already started feeling better when I just realized that's what it was. It had nothing to do with church. It had nothing to do with who I am as a person. It was just a bad news day. Church just felt like bad news today, and that's okay. It just meant that I heard church. I consumed it with my lower brain, and that's okay. We're just going to have days like that. It feels better when it's a good news day. I really prefer good news days, but I don't need to make bad news days into good news days unless I want to. I totally can. But on this day where I was feeling low, I just decided to let it be a bad news day. And that right there gave me just relief to live in the moment, to feel my feelings and to know that, you know, tomorrow I'll be back in my higher brain and things will feel more like good news and that will feel good. I'll like that. But today I'm just going to let this be this way. And then I had a cool opportunity to share that experience with my daughter because she could see I was so low and I had a really strong urge to just tell her everything was fine. This goes back to that vulnerability, right? We just want to pretend like everything's fine because that feels strong. Feels strong to just pretend like you're not having a low day. And instead I overcame that urge and I said, sit down here with me a minute. And she had seen that I'd been crying even. And I said, yeah, I've been crying today. I'm feeling really low. I'm feeling like I'm coming up short in a lot of areas. And I love church, but today church felt like bad news. And then I started to explain this concept to her of good news, bad news. And ever since that day, it's been on my mind because I love finding ways to understand my life better and understand rather than being confused of why church made me feel so discouraged that day when normally church fills me up. Instead, now I understand. It makes perfect sense. I love when things in my life make perfect sense. And so I like to find ways to explain it to myself, to explain it to my kids, and then to share it here with you on my podcast to help you have your life make perfect sense. It doesn't even need to be that different to feel better. It just feels better when it makes sense instead of being discouraged and confused by why sometimes church feels amazing and sometimes it feels terrible. (laughs) So if this ever happens to you when you are listening to my podcast or reading a self-help book, just remind yourself that it's okay. Sometimes when you listen to a podcast, it's going to fill you up and motivate you to try harder and make small changes to intentionally live your life in a way where you get relief from some of that extra pain that we often cause ourselves. And sometimes when you listen to it, it's just going to feel like bad news. And it's okay. Let yourself have some bad news days. Understand why it's happening. It's going to be a game changer. I want to share one other quick thought with you guys before I end this episode. I have clients who often talk to me about how they get really discouraged when like their house is messy. This is another area that's kind of similar where I have a new way to think about this so that it makes perfect sense why I get so discouraged when my house is messy because I have the same experience. I love having a clean house. I feel so good when my house is clean. And yet, (laughs) I have six kids, so my house is often not clean. And I want to be able to feel good even when it's not clean and also understand why I feel grumpy and frustrated when it's messy. I want understanding over all of that so that I can have that awareness and that authority 
so that I can create whatever I want. I can either just let myself be grumpy because it's messy and I know why I feel grumpy. It's because of what I'm thinking about it being messy or I can clean it. That's also totally available. Change your circumstance, clean your house, feel amazing. That's great too. And I can also create feeling amazing even when it's messy. All three are available to me and in that moment when my house is messy, I just decide which one I wanna do out of those three, either letting myself be grumpy, cleaning my house and feeling great or feeling great while it still stays messy. I just wanted to outline those for you one more time. So here's my little trick for that. If you guys have ever seen the Lego movie, they have that silly theme song that everything is awesome, okay? So I know that when my house is clean, I, in my brain, I'm literally singing some version of that. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be different for everybody and, and I'm, I'm not actually singing that song, but I'm basically allowing myself to think like, everything is awesome, my house is clean. It is so easy to find that thought when my world feels very clean and in control and like, I, you know, I've got it all squared away. And when my house is messy, that thought of everything is awesome is still totally available to me, just harder to find. I can think it and believe it. It just takes more work, more intentionality, more mind management. So if I'm not managing my mind, then when my house is messy, I am singing a opposite song of everything is terrible. That's, that thought comes very easily when things in your life get out of control like that. It feels like they're out of control. Your house feels messy and it's harder to think everything is awesome. And in our mind, we think the only way I can think everything is awesome is if, is if I clean my house. And we're starting to open up our minds to the fact that that's not actually true. I can think everything is awesome even when my house is messy. It just takes more work. So that's when those options come into play. So next time you watch Lego movie, I want you to think of that song and I want you to think that is what I'm thinking when my house is clean. And that's why I feel so great when my house is clean because I am walking around thinking everything is awesome. Just notice that next time you have this experience where you wish your house were clean. So, sometimes, you know, sometimes we are sick or injured or something, we cannot keep our house clean. Like we're physically unable to maintain the, maybe the level of cleanliness that we normally love to experience. And that is when understanding this will become very valuable among other scenarios. But to be able to say like, I can keep thinking everything's awesome, even though I can't keep my house clean right now. I can also hire a cleaner to come in and clean it. So it's very easy for me to think everything is awesome because I love thinking everything is awesome. So that's what I'm going to leave you guys today with that concept of good news, bad news, and the everything is awesome thought, favorite thought ever. <laughs> and that is what I have for you. Are you ready to take what you are learning here to the next level? Then join me for resiliency training. This is my monthly coaching program that includes a private coaching session with me each month, along with weekly content and individual email support. Start anytime for just $100 a month and continue at that rate as desired with no obligation. We can all use a little help sometimes to get through the difficulties of military life, and that's exactly the boost this program will give you. Sign up on my website, simplyresilient.net. I can't wait to work with you.